You are now tuned in to the sounds of Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. that's on all the time anytime be sure to like comment and subscribe for all content and now ladies and gentlemen your host nathan snell bring your sports game with big nate sports talk good evening ladies and gentlemen it is your host nathan Snell, the big nate sports talk podcast i hope you're all doing well hope you're having a great evening so far um, this is episode 9 season 14 of the podcast um, in this episode, we are previewing the Sweet 16 for March Madness on the women's side of that college basketball. But before we get into that, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Um, episodes 7 and 8. Um, 7 um, is recapping the men's Sweet 16. Um, well, how we got to this point. Uh, we had a couple games later this evening. Um, and then recapping the same thing for the women. First two rounds. Um, I will have the Maryland video and the WNBA draft. Those episodes are are pretty much at a point where they're 90% done. I have to just go back and do some editing. Um, Maryland plays Notre Dame Saturday, 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, but I will have that preview up way before then. Um, and also the WNBA draft because I have finally – I have it completed. I think I think this is it for the draft. Um, and also, to the Saturday, I will have the recording for the NFL offseason so far. I'll have that up and the NFL Mock Draft 2.0. Um, once we get to the Elite Eight for the men, I will begin my NBA Draft, my, my NBA Mock Draft 1.0. And then also to Major League Baseball is starting, so be look out for the preview of all 30 uh, Major League Baseball teams. Um, but uh, as you in the title, we are previewing this week 16, but I cannot do it alone. I have to bring back my partner in crime. Ladies and gentlemen, please, let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Brendan Potts.
Good evening, Brendan, sir. How are you doing today? Hey, you're muted. I'm doing. I'm doing good. Sorry about that. Uh, but I'm. Uh, I'm ready to be pre previewing the. Uh, the Sweet 16 and. Uh, yeah, WC went down in the in the round of 64. So uh, let's just say I got a whole lot more time on my hands. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, keep your heads up. You guys got to going to do something special. Uh, got a good program out there. Um, just be ready for next year. Um, as Brendan said, this is the Sweet 16. Um, I cannot believe we've gotten this far. Uh, went by fast. Um, but let's let's get into it. Um, really quick, um, just wanted to get your 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 quick thoughts on the first two rounds. Um, winners and losers, who surprised you so far? Um, the first two rounds. And um, let's get some context before we get into previewing the game. So just just give me a couple minutes. What what did you think of the first two rounds so far? Yeah, um lot of lot of chaos. Um lot of lot of chaos and what's um I I kind of have these these tied together, the winners and the losers. Um the the biggest winner for me in, in this type of a, a first round is uh or first two rounds is uh the the real like fans of women's college basketball because it's for for years for so many years it's been chalk it's been it's been chalk and er, er, uh, like chalk and matchups and all the higher seeds win so um or tend to win so there's so many upsets or there's so many uh double digit seeds to two number ones go down in the second round um including one like you can't even put in the same sentence as round of 32 in Stanford, which is insane. Um, but the, so the, with the chaos factor, the winner is a, uh, is a women's um, or like women's basketball fans who watch and enjoy watching the game on the, on the contrary, the losers are the casuals who, who actually like watching uh, chalky, chalky, uh, tournaments and like filling out their brackets and putting uh the higher seed over uh every uh in in every bracket you know um this this tournament wasn't for them i think it was hyped up to be that way um i didn't believe them at first but i was uh gratefully mistaken um and uh yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be even crazier uh in the sweet 16. Yeah, I have to. I have to agree with that. Um, I think for for me, um, I think that coaches that there was an article that came out on the Athletic that talked about uh, X's and O's, and uh, those coaches um, only two, I think, are still standing as of right now, um, and those that. Uh, like Brenda Freeze, who only got four votes, according to that panel for the Athletic. Um, Coach Yo, I'll give her some credit for Ole Miss. Um, I'm surprised Stanford, um, the way they lost. That arguably, other than outside of Arizona, um, they were a team that should have gotten to the Sweet 16. Um, can I can I say sorry? Can I say something about Stanford? I've been saying I've been saying for two years 
for two freaking years that Cameron Brink was the best player on Stanford. And I've been getting so much crap because everyone's saying, oh, no, it's Haley Jones. And I totally get that argument. But I think this game shows why Stanford is – or I'm sorry, why Cameron Brink is the best player on on Stanford. She, she did not – look 100%. She did not look and she did not play like she was 100%. And they they suffered for it. And they just they just kept feeding her the ball. And uh, she just did not look like she was playing well. And, uh, and I think as a result, Stanford didn't play well. You don't think coaching played a role in that? You know, it's that's definitely a factor. But I just think they... Every every time down the floor, it's, it's give Cameron Brink the ball and get out of the way, and you, she can only she can only do so much with the with the state of her health at that point at that point in the in the season. It's just such an unfortunate circumstance, and uh, I do wish Cameron Brink all the all the best in her health. I hope she's doing so much better because she just did not look good. I definitely agree with that. Oh, my God. Let's get into the games. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There was a weird lag on my on my screen. Um, let's get into the – let's get into – let's get into the first game of – the, of the of the Sweet 16, number four Villanova versus the number nine Miami Hurricanes had upset painfully. Oh my God! Brenda, you want to give me your thoughts on this game? Yeah, first of all, this pisses me off as a WSU fan because I had us playing in this game, and this is definitely a game that we uh, that we could have won. So uh, that's that's number one. But no, um, it's funny. I was talking to a friend and saying like we would have. I think we would have lost to Villanova anyways because they're they're a good uh, scoring team. I love Maddie Seagrass as a uh, as a player, and I love uh, what she can do as a. Uh, as a scorer, she reminds me of of Caitlin Clark as a, as a scorer. Um, she definitely has uh, has that potential, um, mm. but um, you know, Caitlin Clark is more of a guard, and uh, I would categorize Maddie Secrets more as a wing. Um, but okay. she, she definitely has the has a stroke there. But um, I mean. Given the way the tournament's gone, I I think uh, I think if Miami plays like they did against Indiana, they definitely have a chance to win this game. But um, I think I think I'm going to take Villanova in this one. Okay. Um, well, we all know that they is upset at um, Miami. I mean, Miami upset at Indiana um, to get to this point to Greenville. Um, I thought Indiana played great basketball. Um, 
arguably you could say Indiana was probably one of the best balanced teams this season. And um, I actually had all four number one seeds into the final four. And um, Miami, <laughs> they did a fantastic job shooting the ball. Um, I mean, Indiana was practically playing from behind the entire game. Um, and you're, you're not going to win games like that. Um, there was even points where I just saw just in the tensest moments, the energy that the Hurricanes were giving. Um, I, I just think you have to give a team like this um, their, their flowers. Um, I, I personally, when I had expected them to get to this point, um, I'm happy for them. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Villanova as well because um, they're coming into this game well-rested. Um, and arguably, they haven't been – no nobody, no opponent stands out to them. As you talked about, you talked about Maddie Seagers, Seagers, um, excuse me. So, um, I mean, Cleveland State, Florida Golf Coast. Florida, Florida Golf Coast is always a little competitive, like in the first 20 minutes of the game. And then after that, it's just different. So um, I'm going to say number four, Villanova advances to the Elite Eight, um, 78, 72. Yeah, I think think that's around the score that I I have as well. I think it's uh, 77 to... 70, yeah, 77-70. Okay. Um, let's get into the next game. Um, <laughs> this should be interesting. The number two Utah versus uh, the Bayou Barbie and the LSU Tigers. Um, <laughs> no, shot to Andrew Reese. Uh, happy for her. Be- um this might be game of this might be game of the really of the sweet 16 um let's be honest lsu's arguably had the weakest schedule um and i mean you get to the sec tournament they get to south carolina and nowhere to be found um disappointing um, we all know Andrew Reese and the, the, and the job that she's done this year. She's averaging, uh, I mean, beating Michigan uh, at 25 points, 24, 24 rebounds, six blocks in that game. That was just crazy to me. Um, I think the last time um, with Utah, this is the first switch, Sweet 16 appearance. It's always being printed. Um, I, I, so, uh, be happy. Um, I think LSU is going to get to the fi- to the to the final four. Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm gonna go with the Utah Utes. Brendan. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Utah Utes, and. Utah is 
as speaking as a Pac-12 fan and, and a player who or a, a person who watches Pac-12 basketball re- basically religiously, um, Utah is a is a team that when they when they come out and it's their night, nobody's gonna beat them, and it's gonna and it's gonna be because they're gonna score a hundred points, and nobody's gonna score higher than than uh, what they're capable of. But sure. when they're on an off night. Um, you have a chance. We've uh, there have been teams in the Pac-12, including WSU, who um, who've had a chance because they have an off night. And there have been other teams in the in the Pac-12 um, that just don't have a chance because they're shooting so well. Um, I think Alyssa Peely, uh, Player of the Year in the Pac-12, is a uh, that matchup with Angel Reese is going to be a very good matchup. Um, I'm very excited to. To watch that matchup, I wouldn't be deceived um, by the height difference because uh, she does guard um, she does guard R R five who um, who is taller than her. Um, so um, uh, I wouldn't be deceived by the the height advantage um, or disadvantage uh, depending on who's uh, who's on offense or defense. Um, I think uh, Neepkins is going to be the uh, the difference in this matchup. Uh, whether LSU can contain her her shooting, because um, she's a, an insanely good catch and shooter. Um, so I think I think if Utah just nails their threes, they're going to win this game. Uh, okay. Pretty could say pretty easily. Could say it'll be a close game, but um, I could definitely see this being uh, the game of the tournament. No, I definitely agree with that. Sweet sixteen for sure. I think I think arguably this could because I think this has the makings because um, you you touched on it. It's it's gonna be curious to see how both teams look in the paint Um, because you watching the Pac-12 and watching some of LSU's games, most of their points come within the paint. So, um, but Andrew is gonna need some help on the glass. It, It can't be her. Grabbing third 20, 20 like, then again, like against Michigan, she, she grabbed 24 rebounds. Can't happen. So uh, I'm definitely with you on that. Um, you have a final score? Um, I'm going to go 85, no, 90 Utah, 80, 83 LSU. Get! Interesting. Interesting. I think LSU is going to win on a buzzer beater. Okay. 82-80. Yeah, get ready for a high-scoring game because this is going to be – you're going to need it if you're going to beat a team like Utah. <laughs> Let's get into which I think could actually be a dark horse game. Um, the number two Iowa versus number six Colorado. Um, I think this actually has the makings of a good game. And uh, shot to Colorado that this was a this was a, a basketball team that was clearly um, last year at the bottom of the barrel. And again, this is all about patience, build, building your team. I really think, other than Ole Miss. I, I see an upset here. I, I do. Uh, I, you know, for, for me, uh, 
Quay Miller, who had uh, 17 points, 14 uh, rebounds, double double, um, and gets over an overtime game against Duke. Um, I- I'm curious to see how that defense for Colorado, for uh, Sonano and Caitlin Clark, because those that's that's your two. I'm curious to see how they're going to look against that Colorado defense. So I I, I really got an upset. I got an upset here. I I, I do. Yeah, you talked about uh, the Utah-LSU game. Uh, you talked about how the LSU-Utah game was the uh, game was the game of the tournament for you. This is my game of the, of the Sweet 16. This, this is it. And, um, man, I, I could not be happier for, uh, for, uh, for Coach, for Coach J.R. Payne. I could not be happier for her. I met her uh, – when they came down to Pullman and I met her, uh, I re-met her in Vegas. Um, super nice. And I cannot be happy, happier for her um, that she gets to play in this game uh, with this team and play another, another game. And um, Jalen Sherrod, she just stepped it up in come tournament time. Um, I think she took, I think she was one of those players who took that loss to us in the Pac-12 tournament uh, personally, hmm. uh, and you can see you can see it. They were they were distraught after um, after they lost in that tournament, and you know the the they laid the chips down on on the floor, and uh, now they're in the Sweet 16. So they um, they're really playing with house money at this point, and I think that gives them an advantage. Um, now on the other side we got um, we got Iowa, which I mean, I think I think you you said the players on their team, right? Uh, Monica Sonato and Caitlin. Sonato Clark. and Caitlin Clark, yes. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's anybody else. I think there's a full 15 player roster, but I mean, the the Iowa Hawkeyes run through the law firm as they call it, and and Caitlin Clark and Monica Sonato. The problem is. Caitlin Clark is very, very good at basketball, and right. so is so is Monica. So, um, I think I think that gives them an advantage. And I and I think it's it's funny because I watched the last the last Iowa game that they that they played in the round of thirty two, and they just didn't seem to get it going until Caitlin Clark made a shot from the logo, like mm-hmm. that, that was that was their like all right now now we're now we're good now we're in the uh, now we're in the zone, and I watched. I also watched the Iowa game from last year against Creighton. There is no way in hell that Caitlin Clark was going to lose this game and not go to the Sweet 16. And she was just she was just on the revenge tour. Um, man, I call I call, I call this the game of the year, the game of the tournament. Now I got to. Picking, um, <laughs> damn. Um, this is this is there's there's a game where you just want both teams to lose, and then, but this is where I want both teams to win. Um, man, it's the NCAA tournament. I'm gonna do it, Colorado. Pulls the upset, man. I do not want to do this. Colorado pulls the upset, eighty to seventy-six. 
I'm I'm gonna go with that too. Um, I I think for me, um, a lot of it is gonna come down to defense. Again, I just don't think you're going to – I don't think you're, if you're Iowa, you're not going to beat teams shooting the ball. Uh, listen, I know Kaylin Carr is going to go out there and, and do her thing. I'm not concerned about that. But um, defensively, if you take Sanano, if you take Sanano out, if you take one of them offensive, you got to take something away from them offensively. That's the playmaking, the three-point shooting. But don't get me wrong, they've got, some, they got others on, for Iowa that can hit shots. And – for, for me, I, I just think Colorado, to me, um, is the most surprising team. And they're playing with house money, like you said. But I want to say Colorado also upsets number two Iowa. Uh, I'm along the lines of 78, 71. One more thing about Colorado. They play aggressive defense. And if they play – if if Iowa, Caleb Clark specifically, can't handle that that defense, then they're in trouble because the rest of the team seems to rally around Caitlin Clark. And when she can't get into a rhythm, then they're they're screwed. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Very good point, Brendan. Uh, let's get into the uh, next Friday game, um, and that is uh, – Haley Van Lith um, almost uh, got Sonia Morris's hands in the law in the beating Texas the other night. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to see any more of that trash talking. Um, I, look, um, Texas is a good basketball team. I mean, they just Haley Louisville. I just think they just had their number. Um, I, I really, really think. Um, we look at the Cardinals. They are the most, they're a very inexperienced group. Uh, they made the Final Four last year. Um, they've made the Elite Eight the last four seasons. Uh, Ring your hand on that stat. And um, when you allow uh, Texas to score uh, 51 points, and then uh, when you allowed uh, – who was it they played in the ACC, ACC tournament? I think it was Notre Dame um, to a whopping uh, 30 – I think it was 38 points. I really, really, really am curious to see what that defense will look like against Coach Yo's um, Ole Miss. I, I, I really, really am. So uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, uh, I I um this is this is tough because um I think Louisville was another team um, that needed to get to the – they're a team that has a player that needed to get to the Sweet 16. She wasn't going to miss this opportunity to, uh, to play in her hometown uh, in uh, in Washington. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think I think that on the Louisville front, um, she's a fantastic player, Haley Bimlet. Um they're they're kind of similar to Iowa in they run through Haley Van Wyth and uh, I always love watching them play come tournament time because mm-hmm. I forget how good she is. Um, but um, they're so off and on. They're they're such an off and on team. Like they'll they'll be good. They'll be good and competitive one night, and then they'll just they'll just 
uh, lay an egg on on another day. So kind of like Utah, except they don't have the shooters um, that they do. But um, you know, you look at you look at Ole Miss. Uh, you look at Ole Miss in this one. Um, first of all, how cool would it have been if uh, if this would have been a a Stanford uh, Louisville matchup, we would have had Cardinal against the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I I think I think Coach Yo has become a really big fan favorite um, as a coach. She's a young coach. She's she's young there, and the young ones are hungry. And that that um, uh, that really spreads around to your to your entire team and. They they hype each other up, and uh, you know you got you got one on the other side. Like they've, I feel like I feel like Louisville has the experience here. I feel like they yeah. they have the experience. They they they're they know the mission. Like there's a team. There's a there's a player on Caitlin or like Caitlin Clark who's who's on a mission, and then Louisville knows the mission. Like they they know. They know what they have to do. They just got to go out there and do it. Um, great, great run. Even though it's even though it's pretty short, great run by um, by Ole Miss. Just like Miami, um, you did something that that's making people like me just lay back and be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're saying Stanford in the round of 32 in the same sentence." Like Ole Miss did that, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna pick Louisville here. I think it's gonna be a decent scoring game. We had a high scoring game and a low scoring game. Um, I'm gonna go 70, 78 to seventy four. I'm gonna pick Louisville. Okay. Guarantee. I'm gonna pick Ole Miss being Louisville Cardinals only because I look at you know from this standpoint. Um, Coach Yo, uh, they, they're brought in the system. Uh, she's given her coaching staff tons of credit. Uh, you can understand her story, uh, where she's gotten to this point. You know, she didn't play on the Team USA. She didn't, uh, she had the, the Stanford game. She didn't play for Pat Summit. And talked about Gino didn't endorse her. Um, this is the furthest they've reached in the tournament in 15 years. Um, and it's the second time in 30 years where they've gotten this at this point. And you got to give Coach Yo her flowers and what she's done for this program. And um, not just really just her, but I think the um, the legacy she's leaving um, for at Ole Miss. And um, again, when they they beat, when they won the other night, I, I was like, I was shocked because uh, not one messed up my bracket. Um, but number two, if you watch that whole game, they just stayed the course. They stayed the course. So, um, Ole Miss will surprise uh, Haley Van Lith and the Louisville Cardinals uh, 74-67. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get a quick um, add in here. I got to get um, to the sponsor of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to dress like you're famous? Then why don't you check out my guy, Anthony Handy, Zagnif Apparel, where you can dress like you're famous. Here is the commercial for Zagnif Apparel LLC. Go check it out, ladies and gentlemen. The following 
is a presentation of Zagnif Productions, LLC. Introducing Zagnif Apparel. Our comfortable line of leisure wear and athletic wear will have you comfortable and stylish at any occasion. Whether you're at the gym, out shopping, or just relaxing at home. Whether you're an athlete or just want to lay around the house, we've got the perfect outfit for you. Stop by our website today and pick up your favorite pieces. Zagnif Apparel, dress like you're already famous. And you most certainly can dress like you're famous with a nice 15% off using my code BigNate on Zagnif Apparel. Go check that out. Thank you for Zagnif Apparel for being a sponsor of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, the following is a presentation of Zagnif Productions. Sorry, that's just wrong button. Um, let's get into the next uh the set of games, uh, painfully, um, I already know what to expect on this one. Um, number one, South Carolina versus the number four, UCLA. Um, South Carolina is winning. That's all you need to know. <laughs> no, um, in all, all seriousness, I, I don't think this is um, – I, I, I wouldn't say this is going to be a cakewalk. I don't think this is going to be um, a challenge for them. I really think – um, for me, uh, this is a good matchup. Um, they did meet earlier in the season, and South Carolina won at home by was it nine? If I'm not mistaken, um, UCLA was up ten, if I remember correctly, in that game, and um, took a four play in the halftime. Yes, and yes. So um, the last time UCLA was in the Sweet Sixteen was. 2019. Um, I mean, both teams are, are looking really good right now. So I, I, I'm really curious to see what they look like. Um, I mean, South Carolina's on a 40-game win streak. Um, they're the best team in the country. Aaliyah Boston, without a shadow of a doubt, to me, is the best player in the nation. Um, with all these 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 narratives that have been put out against her in South Carolina. Um, and to me, uh, I, I have no problems – seeing what they look like. So um, for me, I, I definitely, definitely think um, they're at home. So um, it's definitely home for the bench, either they're not playing um, at their home court, but they're definitely getting in their back, they're in their home, they're in their backyard. So um, home court advantage to me is always important. It gives you extra confidence, all that stuff. So um, the number one ranked uh, South Carolina Gamecocks will beat UCLA Bruins. 85 7. The following is a presentation. Wrong button. Damn. Guaranteed. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, Brent. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, pick. If you guys got a second chance bracket, pick. Pick South Carolina. Just, just do it. Go ahead. Make, make your life easier. Pick South Carolina. Um, no, I, I definitely agree. I think this is going to be a much better. Much better game than um, than we anticipate. Um, 
UCLA is used to playing tough team tech. They beat they beat Stanford in the in the Pac-12 tournament, and that's not that's not an easy feat. Um, I was uh, I was gonna say about the uh, the Ole Miss uh, the Ole, the Ole Miss uh, situation, like a Matt or uh, Coach Joe situation. Imagine going to the locker room and making your team or convincing your team that like, hey, we're gonna beat Stanford in the in the NCAA tournament. Like we're gonna do this. Um, so that's kind of the same thing with UCLA, and they actually actually did it. So um, they they can compete with the best UCLA, and um, on the other side, South Carolina is the best. Like they've played like the best. Um, South Carolina, to me, they in this tournament they've started at they played like a real veteran team. Uh, they they started out slow. Um, a couple of a couple of games, especially the the last game I watched, they started out a little bit slow. But then once you once they figure you out, you're you're done. Like they they play like I was think I was thinking about it earlier today. They play like a a team that a championship team that is uh, is playing a one like other teams for the first time like. Like they may not be familiar with you, but once once they get familiar with you in the in the middle of the game, then you're you're done. Um, Aaliyah Boston can't say enough about what she's done, but um, she she hasn't posted like the twenty to thirty point games that that we're used to seeing from a player uh, in her caliber. It's always like Zaya Cook. Um, uh, players like that 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 do the scoring, but I mean she she works the boards. She uh, Aaliyah Boston she works works the boards. You know she does all the little things that uh, the best player in the country will do. Um, but uh, no, I I think Aaliyah Boston is is the best player in the country. Um, she's definitely playing like it, um, and she she deserves everything that she's gotten this year. Um, and I'm gonna pick South Carolina in this game, eighty to seventy-three, eighty to seventy-three, South Carolina. Guaranteed. I'm gonna give you the floor in these next two games. Um, I'm gonna give you a two-minute warning. I want you to give me your thoughts on these two games. Um, I'm going to start with number two, UConn versus number three, Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State, uh, they're, they're coming in um, to, the, to the round of 32. Or, I'm sorry, the, the Sweet 16. And uh, I, think, I think this game's more on UConn because we talk, we've talked about, like, experienced, experienced players uh, – coming into the tournament we've talked about um experienced teams this is another experienced team in UConn like they've they've been there done that they're they're the the cream of the crop in terms of in terms of dynasties in in women's college basketball um when you think of women's college basketball you think of UConn and I think that's gonna come into come into play here um Shout out to uh, coach! Shout out to coach Gino. Uh, happy birthday to him! Um, 
And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think future, uh, future draft picks, uh, Dorka and, um, Uh, name's escaping me. AZ Fudd? Not AZ Fudd. Um, Elliot Edwards? That's, I believe that's next year. Um, Paige Beckers? Next year. I think Dorka might be the only one. I think Dorka might be the only one. Oh, 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 Lou Lopez-Sanato. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think, um, Lou, Lou really impresses me as a wing. Um, and so if she can get her stroke, uh, going off, off of, uh, Dorcas passes in the post, uh, or from the post, uh, that'll, that'll work really well. Um, they, I've, I've watched this team play in person and I watched them back in November and they've obviously changed uh, a lot until now. Um, but this team can shoot. This team can shoot, and and maybe the shot will drop, but maybe the shot won't drop. But um, the the thing that you're gonna get with UConn, whether the shot drops or not, is they're such a good defensive team, and they. Um, they, yeah, they're a good defensive team, and I, I just think they have, um, they're just, they're just a veteran, a veteran, uh, program, and I'm gonna get them over, uh, Ohio State in Seattle, um, seventy-eight to, uh, seventy, UConn. Guaranteed. Virginia Tech was number four, Tennessee. Yeah, um, I hope I hope uh, Candace Parker is not watching this because uh, I uh, I really love what what the Hokies are uh, are doing over there in, in Virginia Tech. Um, I love love their coach, uh, love their uh, love their star player, and what um, what they're doing over there. I think they have a, have a really good uh aggressive post game or um yeah post post player game um over there and I think uh I think they're uh they're gonna beat Virginia Tech uh 76 or I'm sorry Virginia Tech's gonna beat Tennessee 76 to 70. Guarantee. Um, really quick, I'm just gonna get my thoughts on this. On this. Um, so for me, um, this is going to be their UConn's on their quest to go to the Final Four for a 15th straight year. Won't happen. Of the Ohio, the Ohio State. Um, to me, um, I really thought uh, they went over number six North Carolina was little scrap was very was a good game. Um, at UConn, just give them flowers. So great, they're at this point in the season. They've definitely overcome the injuries and different things like that. Um, I'm I'm going to give uh, Ohio State the edge. Um, Tennessee, Virginia Tech. I, I don't trust Virginia Tech. I, I'm surprised that they're still in it. 
Um, they were probably my lowest number one seed. I did the whole, I did my my prediction bracket. Um, I, I mean, the last time these two teams saw each other, Virginia Tech won by three. Um, but for me, it's going to come going to come down to the offense. Um, I'm curious to see what the um, top five um, draft pick in the WNBA, Elizabeth Kitley, will look like. That, that that's something for um so i really really think um for me if you're tennessee it's gonna be your offense and if you're virginia tech you have to find a way how to slow down that roster um uh, of just uh, that's a good tennessee team over there um the only reason why i want virginia tech to lose um is simply because um the way that kenny brooks has uh I don't know what this is um, with Ashley Wusu, and and I find it really really disgusting that she then is not even playing. Um, I really like to know what that's all about, um, and um, yeah, that, that, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, I'm gonna preview this game in a later in a, in a video. I had that vote tomorrow, as I stated. So I, I just want to get your thoughts on this game. Um, this is actually the first Saturday game. I'm not looking forward to it because it's at 11 o'clock in the morning. So give me your thoughts on this game. Yeah, um, I think Mar- Maryland's a good a good team. They're their top their top ten team easily, maybe top five. Um, and the problem with with them playing in this game is they're playing another top 10 team in Notre Dame and uh, this is just it's going to be a fantastic game um I think it's going to be similar to um I think it's going to be a simpler or similar game competition wise uh with LSU and Utah uh maybe not as high scoring um but uh I I think it'll be a five point game and I'm going to take uh I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Terps in uh in beating beating the Irish. I'm gonna go eighty-six to eighty-three. I'm gonna take the Terps. Guarantee. Okay. That's that's interesting. That's that's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna save my thoughts for the preview video, ladies and gentlemen, for Maryland versus Notre Dame. I'm gonna save my thoughts, but that's, that's that's interesting. That's a good. That's an interesting score, Brendan. I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that one. Um, we do have a few minutes, um, and we're gonna be really brief with this. Um, I decided to really quick re seed all 16 teams. Um, I felt like it was a good point um, to really kind of get us where we're at with it. So um, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you may bring your attention to the screen here, um, as you can see here, I have reseeded all 16 teams. I think this is fair. Um, I did take in consideration um, seedings and matchups, different things like that. Um, I saw a couple lists. I, I think this is fair. 
Um, really quick, I'm just going to go down the list. As you can see, I have South Carolina, Iowa, Yukon, Maryland, LSU, Virginia Tech, Tennessee, Utah, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Louisville, Miami, Lenovo, UCLA, and then Notre Dame. Uh, for me, the reason how I took that into consideration was one of two things. One, um, South Carolina is arguably the best team. Now, for me, um, Maryland, I'm, I'm put them higher because a lot of nobody really picked this team, um, honestly, to get where it, expected to see it to be where it's at, especially with the whole roster turnover. Um, Virginia Tech, um, this is probably one of the best years they've had this season. Um, UConn's done with the injuries. Uh, we know Iowa's number one offense in the nation. Um, LSU, we know that they are they can be a, a top ten team, but I don't not I don't trust that the schedule they had uh, just made no sense. Um, Ole Miss knocking off the number one seed in Stanford, um, which completely just I think really um, to me is definitely definitely a Cinderella team, um, and then. Uh, you know, Louisville going to Sweet 16. So, I mean, that's my list. Um, Brendan, give me a few, just a couple minutes. What did you think? What do you think? Well, what would you, you think this list is accurate? Who would you switch? couple minutes. Yeah, so I'd put, um, I'd put UConn over, over Iowa just because I, I think they have experience um in this in this tournament and they they know they know what they're what they're doing and and they have you know they have that championship dna in that program so i that for that reason and you know i was just so caitlin clark centric um that that kind of makes me nervous um four through four through seven look pretty good. I think I would only switch Utah over Tennessee. I think I would even put them over Virginia Tech, honestly, the way we've been we've been talking about them. Um and I think UCLA should be ranked over over Miami. I would put them over Miami. Um I think I would move Villanova over Miami as well. Um, and then I just want to, I, I want to put Colorado over Notre Dame. I just, I, I want to put Colorado higher. They should not be the last team uh, in this, in this round of 16. They should not be the last team uh, as much as we, uh, we called them an underdog uh, in the, in the game preview. But um, no, other, other than that, it looks, it looks pretty good. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, y'all let me know which out who your 16 teams are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how do you think how do you who do you think would stand out the most? Um I mean I, I mean you could probably put Notre Dame at 15. Um, but I mean it it's as Stephen A. Smith says, it's fluid. It's fluid. So <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that because uh, I think this is going to be a great sweet a sweet sixteen um, run. Um, we're now in the Greenville in Seattle, so I hope everybody ha- mostly everyone should have reached their destinations by now. So if not, I hope everyone has a safe flight. Um, 
Or but, drive or drive if you're South Carolina. Uh, that that too. Um, but let's actually get into the last uh, part of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. Final message. Incoming message. Thoughts are running through my mind. Someone took some time to find a minute or two to organize. Brendan, let me give you the floor. What's your final message? Yeah, so I just wanted to uh, shout out um, that uh, I think most most of you guys know that I cover uh, the Seattle Storm uh, during the WNBA season, and I actually just put out uh, an article uh, today, um, earlier today that pre that goes into a little bit a little bit different than regular Storm content. It actually goes uh, through some of the prospects that we may be looking at um, in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, and some that may be out of the, of the tournament. So um, if, uh, if you did want to uh, link that below um, and uh, yeah, guys, check, check that out, give it a read, uh, share it on any social media that you have. And um, I would greatly appreciate that. And then uh, another shout out to, um, to we've uh, mentioned it earlier, uh, an amazing historic season by the, uh, Washington State Cougars, I cannot be more proud of them. And uh, yeah, they're they're on to uh, bigger and better things, and it's because of a, the type of season that we had this year. So I'm uh, I'm very proud of them. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, my final message is um, I would like to thank the um, Maryland Terrapins, um, particularly Rose uh, DePaula. If I pronounce her last name, I apologize, Rose. Um, I reached out to her. Um, and I have really, um, really first and foremost, get some contacts. A couple people on Twitter, uh, Reba, Aaron, um, mentioned me in this thing on Twitter, MarylandSportsBlog.com. Uh, we're looking for writers, and uh, I'm not the the greatest at writing. And I reached out, and um, they accepted me because uh, I was actually the same uh, website that Brendan work as part of uh i tried to cover the mystics and um the way that was handled um i didn't like the how that situation handled um, then they didn't give me an opportunity so um these guys brian um thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of a great team um thank you to the maryland terrapins for giving me the opportunity to be a part of the zooms the pre-game post games um I'm also happy to say that um, I got my credentials for March Madness. Um, so I'll be covering the Maryland Terrapins um, this upcoming weekend. Um, so I'm happy for that. Um, but I'm just grateful for the opportunities that I've been given so far. I'm hoping um, it happens for the Washington Mystics. Um, but it's all about just growth and staying focused, staying the path. Um, you know, this all started with, it started back, um, actually, it'll be a year or something next month, month, I started making videos. It all started with a laptop, um, a webcam, uh, with a web, it started with the, with the laptop and a dream. And um, here it is now. So um, that's my final message. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude this episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Um, be tuned for future, future episodes. Like I said, be on the lookout for episodes seven, eight, nine. Uh, nine will be out. I have it out first thing in the morning. Um, 
I will also have 10, 11, and then 12. 12 I work on the weekend. That's NFL offseason and the mock draft. Uh, WNBA mock draft, NFL mock draft, for those will be out. Um, and then the Maryland, I have to painfully uh, recap uh, the men losing to the number one ranked Crimson Tide. Um, yeah, I got to talk about that painfully. And then preview um, Maryland versus Notre Dame that does not have Olivia Miles. But um, that's way to conclude the episode. I will leave the link for the Brendan's uh, Twitter and also the art, the link to what the read some of his work does a really good job with uh, covering the Seattle Storm. Knows who he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. He knows his basketball. Um, so for that, ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, subscribe. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of the week. Let's finish the week off strong. The week is almost here. Um, we're not doing any more brackets next year. <laughs> with that being said. Um, this is your host, Nathan Snow. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. Stay safe out there. Peace. Stay up. for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. I want to thank you. For all the times you've put up with me. Thank you. And you help me retain my sanity. Thank you. I want to thank you. And I want to thank you. All I want to do is say thank you for everything.